I also was kind of expecting you to have more to say because I thought you might have heard of it more than you vaguely did. No, I did not. But that's fine. Hold on, I will think of something to say now. What if there were two guys on the moon and one killed the other with a rock? <laughs> I don't know, I got nothing. Hi, welcome to Our Beautiful Monster. I'm Katie. And I'm Grayson. And we like monsters. That's that's correct. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> somehow, <laughs> somehow we've gotten worse at recording episodes and, and getting them done in a timely fashion, even though in theory we should be getting better at it. Yeah, well. Especially because I have more time, in theory. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I've been playing a lot of Magic Arena. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, it's just magic on the computer. I got lost in the Elder Scrolls wiki earlier today. That's a good wiki to get lost on. I mean, I guess. I didn't know that the first game was called the Elder Scrolls Arena. Yep. That's a weird weird one to start with. It sounds like a spin-off game. Yep. <laughs> and the art of it is very strange. Have you seen what the Khajiit in it look like? Yeah, with, like, the woman's got, like, a nice blouse. Well, I was thinking the dude who's just, like, a regular dude with cat ears. Yeah. <laughs> well, even, like, well, then there's Khajiit who are just regular people, and, like, they're, they're wearing the same clothes as those. They're just, yeah, they just, just, uh, just got a, just a nice button-up shirt. Like, this doesn't make sense. No. Grayson, did I tell you that I got into grad school? No, you didn't. <laughs> I did. Oh, that's great. So I'm going, going to go to Old Dominion in Virginia. That's exciting. Yeah. I'm I'm glad to be moving on and out, although... <laughs> yeah, I'm hoping to get there soon. Yeah, you will, you will. Uh, I believe in you, it's just, you know, and your intelligence. It's hard to find a job right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At least, you, at least you have something right now. A lot of people lost their jobs. Yeah. I mean, it's not a lot, but you have something. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, so I've been playing Final Fantasy VII. I've been playing Magic Arena. Yeah. I almost went and... You, like, tempted me to go buy it. Like, no, I don't want to play this game. Also, I have to finish all the other games on my Switch that I haven't finished yet. Yeah, that's where I'm at. I, uh, my team ended up being Cloud Barrett and Red 13. That's a solid team. Those are some good boys. Hmm. Uh, Red 13 is my favorite character. That makes sense to me. Yeah, he's like a weird cat dog, and he's on fire. Yeah, which they never really explain, I don't think. No. Also, you get his final limit break super early. I already have it. Good. I also, I really like his theme music. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah. Simple, but effective. Mm. Yeah, I was thought about using Vincent instead of Barrett, but then I was like, as as much as Vincent's sort of on brand with this whole transforming into a monster thing, the monsters he transforms into are kind of lame. I like, I like how strange they are. I like that one of his monsters just turns into like, a, like Jason slash the Texas Chainsaw Massacre guy. He's just like a guy in a hockey mask. Yeah. Which is very weird. And they definitely never mention it outside of that of Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. In like in Dirt of Cerberus, he just does two. He just does the first one, which is like the generic sort of beast, and then the like chaos, which is his final, I think. Yeah, I, I like Galleon Beast because he basically turns into a bipedal version of Behemoth. Yeah. And Chaos is just sort of a boring demon. 
Yeah, well, it's something. I don't know. There's a lot of weird summons in that game. There's like the giant bull with crystals on its back and yeah. the three different Bahamuts and Knights of the Round is the strongest summon. You just summon a bunch of guys. Yeah, they just all they just all do an attacks. You just summon of all boys. Just a boy summon. <laughs> just a bunch of boys in a summon. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We should probably talk about yeah, this. I was thinking about that. Yeah. But we were having an interesting discussion. And we are talking about monsters, sort of. Yeah, it was adjacent. So, yeah. I might cut some, but we'll see. Yeah. Um, all right. So you don't know what you don't know what I picked because I picked it uh, about two hours ago. Yeah. I have no idea what we're going to talk about. I hope it's... I hope it's Digimon again. <laughs> that is what I promised. Um, I guess they're kind of like Digimon. Oh? In that they're on the internet. And that's that's all I got. They're not really like Digimon at all. There's a lot of them. Is it, there... is it Neopets? No. No, that would be way, clo- way closer to Digimon. No, they're actually not like Digimon at all. <laughs> No, we're gonna talk about uh, SCPs. All right. Yeah, you've heard of them, I assume. Uh, vaguely. Yeah. All right. So I'll I'll talk a little about what the, it is. So the SCP Foundation is a collaborative fiction project starting in two thousand eight. Um, it's a website where people can post um, descriptions of items and or uh, entities and the containment and testing procedures of these anomalous things that are contained in the fictional SCP Foundation, which I believe stands for Secure, Contain, Protect. Mm. So basically, it's this website that's like the quote-unquote records of the SCP Foundation, of all the different things they have in their storages, Mm. what they do, why they're being contained, if they're dangerous, and all that stuff. Yeah. And what's cool about it is it's it's like anyone can make an account and write write an article about an SCP, and then people vote on it, and if it gets... Like, too many downvotes and they delete it if it's not good enough. So there's some sort of quality control, which is good. But it's like that it's like anyone can make one. I, I, I like a good collaborative writing effort. Yeah, it's neat. And a lot of them are sort of horror-based, but some of them are, well, they go from horror, horror to benign to even kind of funny. And I can't think of, I, I should have looked up some more, but like I said, this was two hours ago that I decided to do this. Uh, the one I know who's funny is there's like a salamander that's, just really into skateboarding. <laughs> what? I haven't heard about that one, but that sounds great. Yeah, he's like, technically it's like an elder god possessing a salamander, but rather than being particularly <laughs> evil, he just likes to skate. Yeah, why not? Yeah. But yeah, like, I've never heard of that one because there are literally like thousands of them. Mm. But let's talk about just a few of them. So is that the only one you're familiar with? Uh, I'm also familiar with back in the... Early 2010s, there was a there was a game made around one that if you yes. if you weren't looking at it, it couldn't move, or if you yeah, if you if yes, as that's the first one I'm talking about, not because I like it, but because it's the most famous. Yeah, yes, that is SCP-173. Mm-hmm. It's famous because they made a game, but I think they later added some other popular SCPs to it. But that I only ever saw gameplay of this one. It's this big concrete statue that looks sort of like a terrible fetus a little bit. Mm. Got a huge head and like terrible little arms. And a sort of haunting face painted on. Yeah, it's a, a terrible face. It's almost not a face, but it just vaguely resembles a face, probably because it, the rest of it is sort of humanoid. Uh, and if you stop looking at it, if it's or not, if it's not being looked at by anyone, 
then it can just sort of teleport and it'll teleport and just snap the nearest person's neck. Which, you know, not great. No, it's rude. I don't, it just, it unsettles me because it's kind of, I don't really like haunted doll sort of sort of thing. And since it's vaguely sort of doll-like, it's like clearly a construction. Hmm. I don't care for it. And this idea of like, if you, everyone, they always have to have someone like on guard to look at it. That just seems stressful. Yeah. Or maybe if it's in the room, it can't do it. If it, I can't remember exactly. Anyway, it's just like the game just like Slenderman, like Slenderman stuff, and I'm just, I'm, I, I sleep. <laughs> <laughs> it's not not my thing, but I had to mention him. The picture used for article is actually a, a sculpture mm. made by an artist. Close the page, so I forgot. Rick Artsman. Yeah, um, but they like it's actually a very short article, and then like this half of the article is just a bunch of like licensing things like don't context this about licensing it's, it's it's not ours it's an art piece and the artist has allowed us to use it for the article but don't use it for other things for commercial things fair enough anyway i had to mention him because he's well known mm. um but one of my favorites is scp 682 it's a good number very round yeah um i don't really know why it's my favorite but i always think of him and i always remember him it's not really him he's just more he's an it but i don't know I don't think they refer to him by with gender pronouns, but it's whatever. He's just a terrible, horrible, unkillable reptile. Oh, Grayson, how, how does that strike you? I'm already a fan. Yeah. They interview. He can talk. He's apparently like he's. I think he's supposed to be like really actually really smart, and he's also like he's like got really he can go fast and he's got good reflexes and he's strong. And so he can talk, so they try to talk to him sometimes, but they're like, why'd you kill those people? Because like, all the people, they were disgusting. Like, oh, he just hates, he just hates humans. He just wants to kill them because he thinks that they're gross. Probably because he thinks they're, like, beneath him because he's, like, more evolved. I don't know. That's my guess. Hmm. But, yeah. So he's, he's very bad. Uh, I'm looking at pictures of this SCP-682. Oh. He looks mostly like a sort of rotting crocodile. Yeah, well, all those images that are probably partly inspired by because you think he was added to the game, because the picture on the article is a picture of him that looks like a rotting crocodile, but it's because they specifically say on the image that it's a picture of him after an escape attempt where he was attacked by acid, so half like a bunch of him has been corroded by the acid. It's not what he naturally looks like. Mm. But the image sticks with me. I think that I think I read somewhere that it's, the actual picture is actually a photo of like a, a partially decomposed animal skull. Yeah, that's that's the nose of a, a cervid or a bovid. But when it if you just look at the exposed part as like the head rather than just the nose, it does look sort of sort of like a crocodile head. Mm. Yeah, so like they they have to keep him in like a like a steel box that's full of acid, so he's constantly being attacked by acid to make it harder for him to move and go into a term that the wiki likes to use a lot, a rage state, which I think is a cool term, mm. rage state. Mm. And he goes into a rage state. And like just kills until they can like contain them again. It's a good thing they have plenty of jobbers on site at all times. Yeah, they have so many jobbers. I believe it's the the D class personnel as they're referred to, which are um they're I think they're prisoners. Like they're just prisoners that they just like like actual crime doers. <laughs> they're not prisoners of the foundation. They're prisoners who now work for the foundation because they were they did crimes mm. and they're bad. I think they're like mostly like murderers and stuff, like really bad criminals. Mm. They just have, they're just allowed to work for the foundation because they're expendable. Fair enough. Yeah, I mean, debatable, but that's how it works yeah. in this fictional universe. But yeah, there's not a whole lot about them, other than just attempts of escape attempts and the crazy stuff they had to do to make them stop. Yeah. 
Yeah. They tried to uh, attack him with this thing that crystallizes things, and it did crystallize him, and he was in a lot of pain, but then it just, just like the crystallization exploded. Mm-hmm. Which did a lot of damage to him, but then he just regenerated, because that's what he does. He regenerates. I can respect that. Yeah, he's just a big, regenerating crocodile monster. I'm a fan of anything that's even somewhat crocodilian. I think... Okay, I found the one I was looking at. Okay. It's uh, SCP-2014. That's the one that it's it's a gecko. Clicking. It's, I don't think it's actually... Oh, he's in a little chair! Yeah. Oh. I know that's not the point, but... He identifies himself as Zar Magoth, yeah. an extra-dimensional entity suspected to have been responsible for creating multiple cults and causing several crimes, such as murder, theft, and indecent exposure. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Doctor, hello, SCP-2014. Can you understand me? SCP, loud and clear, Docco. <laughs> Doctor, I want to ask you some questions if you don't mind. SCP, sure, that sounds gnarly. Yeah. He's, he's a skater <laughs> wizard. I love it. Oh, I'm going to read this one later. Yeah, it's a good one. That that was the one that I remembered that I thought was a salamander. It's a gecko. Yeah, close, close enough for most people, I'm going to be honest. Yeah, well. Yeah. Um, the next one I'm going to talk about is uh, the URL identifies them as SCP-2521, but the page is just dots oh. because of the way that this entity works. He looks just sort of like a weird guy covered in streamers, but they're kind of like, they're in the article that are indicated to be like tentacles that are like slimy. Ew. He's got a little sort of hat. Mm. Um, but what's what make, made me remember this one is that the whole article is done in pictures oh. because of the way that the entity works. So this entity, um, they indicate, they, they everything about it is indicated in like images. So there's like a little, uh, oh, so the object classes are safe, which is obvious, safe. Um, Euclid, which means it's ambiguous. It's not necessarily dangerous, but it's it's either it's it has potential to be dangerous, but isn't necessarily, or it's unclear if it's dangerous or not. And then Keter, which means it's dangerous. All right. So this guy, he's got a little uh, K on him, so he's Keter. Um, and his articles indicate you have to be all written in pictures because, and not in, you can't write about the monster or have computer data or talk about him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he can sort of just appear and he, he can't be contained by walls. Uh, he, <laughs> this is a funny picture where he's like thinking about like the speech or written impression, but he looks excited and then like pictures and symbols and he's just confused. <laughs> um, and they indicate experiments where they had someone look at the article and then write down in words the information article. And when they do that, the entity appears out of nowhere He's like happy, and he takes the written information away, and it disappears. And then the person's upset by having encountered the monster. Uh-huh. Uh, and then they have him do another experiment where they have him read aloud the, the information in the article, and the entity appears and takes the man away. And maybe I shouldn't have recorded in the dark room. <laughs> maybe not. He's gonna. Well, you didn't say anything about him. If anyone's gonna get taken, it's me. That's fair. Yeah. But I just think it's a very creative idea for an article yeah. and the concept. Yeah. They just sound like a weird picture, uh, photo on the internet. And it's like, I'm just going to make him a weird sort of info hazard, I think is the term they use for it. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I just thought it's a neat idea. Uh, it, it, it is a neat idea. Uh, I do find the description of slimy tentacles in general 
distinctly unpleasant. Yeah, they don't look like tentacles. They look like streamers, at least in the photo. But he, I do like the little heart on his face in the pictures, though. Yeah, isn't he cute? He's, he's pretty cute. He just loves him. For, he just loves. It. It's, like it's it's funny because he's definitely like I understand why he's cat because he kind of will abduct these people and then they probably just are gone forever. But like, he's clearly not malicious. He just loves information about himself. Maybe narcissistic. <laughs> he just. He's just really narcissistic, but he's also stupid. He doesn't understand how pictures work. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. What do you think? I think we should give these guys names because they don't have names. Um, fine, but I will not speak any of them aloud. Names are powerful things, Katie. <laughs> I mean, I guess for that one, maybe don't say his name. Maybe his name is just a, a, a circle mm. and a triangle. Mm. You should name the the unkillable reptile, though. Um, Jeffrey. <laughs> I was thinking Jeffrey. Jeffrey's a good name. I have an uncle named Jeffrey. You want to kill the human race, Jeffrey? <laughs> Come on, Jeffrey. <laughs> Why are you so mad, Jeffrey? Yeah, Jeffrey. Jeffrey. <laughs> yeah. Deuce, Deuce is a rage state. Yeah. I'm not going to name the, stat- the baby statue because I hate it. Mm. Um, and the last two I want to talk about already have names. So. Oh, wow, fun. Well, one of them does. One of them doesn't officially, but the fandom, which does exist, there's a fandom for SCPs. Um, the fandom has given the other one a name because they sort of go together vaguely. It's it's vague, but it's implied. So SCP-073 and SCP-076 are also known as Cain and Abel. Although usually people will spell Abel A B L E instead of the name way. Yeah. Yeah. So zero seven three is Kane. He identifies himself as such. He's a Middle Eastern man who has artificial arms, legs, and spinal cord made of an unknown metal. Oh. Which is, I think, is always fun. I mean, that's like a thing pe- conspiracy theory people love is like metals that can't be identified. Hmm, space rock. Space metal. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. This is in the science. But what do you think space metal, like the music style, would sound like? I feel like it would be... Actually, hold on a second. I mean, I think I, I, I think of space music, I think of like electronic music. Yeah. But also space rock is a real genre. Oh my gosh. I had to double check, but I, but I remembered it because on the article for Muse, they listed it as, uh, among other genres, space rock. Uh, that tracks, actually. Yeah. But, like, what do you think Aliens metal music sounds like? It's got to be pretty rad, um, right? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it depends on what the alien species, Grayson. It's fair. And what sort of things they have access to. Hmm. Yeah, I think I guess I think space metal would be, like, Muse, but angrier. Interesting. Which I, I'm not, not into. Although, Muse can already get pretty angry, so I don't know how you would go further than that. Hmm, definitely. Pop. Well, some of their songs is. Not all of the songs, but some of them are. I'm a personal fan of Supermassive Black Hole. I know you are. Now, that, now you somewhat argue that that sounds like it would be a space metal song because it's the space term. Hmm. Hmm. I meant the album. It's not really a met- not really a metal song though. It's a rock song for sure. Hmm. It's a good song. Uh, sometimes they play it at when I go to dance because it's uh it has the right beat for a cha cha. Interesting. Yeah. Um. Hey, where was? Tell I? me about Cain and Abel and his space yeah. metal. Yeah, well, just Kane has a space metal. Well, actually, well, we'll get to that. But um, so the fun. So Kane's actually a pretty chill guy, um, and he's just they, like they have a room for him on the in the base, 
and he's allowed to just freely wander around, go to the canteen and stuff, and it's fine because he's just a chill dude. And also, he's a photographic memory, and he has a really extensive knowledge of like history and language, and he like knows a lot of languages, even the ones that are dead languages, hmm. implying he's been around for a really long time. Yeah. Um, but he's a chill guy, and people don't ask him questions like, "Hey, yeah, Kane, what do you know about this?" And he'll help out. So they just let him. They just let him go around as he pleases. Well, he has to stay in the base. He cannot leave the base. But other than that, he can just do whatever. Now, the, there's one problem with Kane. Yes. <laughs> um, he just fucking destroys all uh, plant life that he encounters and touches. Oh. Like not like actively, it just dies as soon as he touches it. Hmm. And he renders any soil he touches barren. That's not a, it kills all the bacteria and stuff. That's not a great thing to have. No. But the, and the implication is this, is that he's the real king. That was my question, actually. I was going to yes. ask that. Because if I remember correctly, um, God punished Cain for killing Abel by striking his fields barren. Mm. If I, now, I might be wrong, because I haven't read the Bible in many years. <laughs> but I believe that's what, that was the case. So I believe that's what's being the idea here. Yeah. Is that... God is striking his fields barren by making anything he touches die. Mm. But oh, there's, actually, there's two. There's two weird things about Cain. I mean, there's three weird things. He also got the the unknown metal arms, legs, and spine, mm. <laughs> which I don't know how that folds into anything. But that's all right. Um, but the other thing is that he cannot can't be harmed. That's a useful skill, I guess. Yeah. Now he does feel pain, but that you can't damage him. All right. And this, and like they, they take this to, I think was always a cool and fun extent. It doesn't even necessarily be, have to be malicious. They try to do blood draws on him, and like they can, in theory, do it, but they feel the sensation of being blood drawn. And then when they try, try test the blood later. It's their blood, the person who drew the blood. Weird. Yeah, isn't that cool? That's pretty nifty. Yeah, it's a cool idea, and I like it a lot. Um. Yeah, but they, he's just a he's. It's very he's very anomalous. But otherwise, he's just a chill dude. Hmm. I'm like, I would like to meet Kane and be like, hey, what's up, Kane? Hmm. He also has some like weird Sumerian symbols carved on his forehead, but it, when he's asked about it, he gets a little bit agitated and doesn't know what, what they are. He also doesn't know anything about the robot arms that he has or legs. Okay. Like, if you ask him about it, he's like, I don't know, I've always had these. Just weird. Weird. Yeah, it's weird. Weird. Yeah. But yeah, but he's classed as Euclid because... Like, he does cause some problems if he gets in contact with plants. But he's not malicious. He's not malicious. Oh, um, I... Also, I don't think I mentioned the other objects classes. Um, I believe uh, the statue is uh, Euclid. I think it should be Keter, but sure, why not? Mm. And uh, the big lizard, Jeffrey, is uh, obviously Keter. Mm. Uh, 2014, uh, Sar Magoff, he's Euclid. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Because he probably could do some bad shit, given he's like a eldritch monster. Mm. But he just wants to escape for it. Mm. For now. Oh. Yeah. Oh, nice. But yeah, that's Kane. And so now we go on to... Technically, he's not identified by a name in the article. But one of... He, um, the reason why people refer to him as Abel is because he has some similarities to Kane, And also, I think they mentioned in one of the articles that they asked Kane about him. And he seems to know... He recognizes it, but he doesn't want to talk about it. Mm. And also there's an, uh, one of the extra files on uh, Article 76. Uh, it's called Project Able, and it's spelled A-B-L-E, which is why people call him that instead of the proper version of the name. Yeah. Yeah. I think that at one point they do encounter, they ha do have the two of them 
interact, but I don't remember and I don't didn't have time to read, so I don't <laughs> talk about it. Sure, I, I have all these pages open, and I will be reading them later. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. Uh, SCP-076 is actually two par- two parts to it. Um, there is SCP-076-1 um, and SCP-076-2. The one is a stone cube, and two is the entity. Hmm. Uh, the cube is ten- is uh, carbon dated to ten thousand years old, and it's covered in engravings that are can be sourced in no known civilizations. Hmm. Which is ominous. Always. Yeah. I also, I don't know how long ago civilization went. Uh, I think, based on nothing but vague recollection of 8th grade history, Babylonia, this would be post-Babylonian. Okay, so it's the people definitely, it's not like before civilization. Yeah. Yeah. Um, inside the cube, it's about negative 300 degrees Fahrenheit. Hmm. Which is pretty cold. Hmm. In the article, they actually listed in Kelvin, but because it's because that's how cold it is. But I can't like imagine that, so I turned it in Celsius. That's, sorry, Fahrenheit. Mm. Um, and there's a big chained up coffin. Mm. It's always good. Always a good sign mm. when a coffin's chained up. No, I disagree. <laughs> well, inside the there is a lean Semitic male who is technically dead inside the coffin. Okay. And he, he's covered in occultic tattoos. Similar to the one Abel or Cain has on his forehead. Mm, no, they're described as more sort of like like demons and stuff, whereas Cain seems to be just sort of like symbols. I see. But sometimes he just sort of reanimates. Worrying. <laughs> yeah, like he they describe it in a very sort of very clinical way. It's just sort of he just regains like the base like functional signs of life. Mm. Um, and then he breaks out of the coffin and the cube. Okay. And he'll try to find, he'll try to go to the nearest human he can find and kill them. And if he does, then he goes into a rage state again. Rage state. It's rage state time, Grayson. Uh, okay. <laughs> I just really like the term. I don't know why. But similar to uh, Jeffrey, uh, he uh, is very hard to kill, although he can be killed, unlike Jeffrey. But it's very hard because he's very strong and fast and can take a lot of damage and not be sort of slowed down or die. So he's like a late game raid boss. Sure. <laughs> yes. Um, like I'm one of the things they document him as surviving is like several uh, shots to the head. Always bad. And surviving for over an hour uh, deprived of oxygen before he finally asphyxiated. Hmm. He cleared over 64 meters of distance in under three seconds. That's very fast. I think that might be supersonic. Yeah, at one point they had to detonate a nu- nuclear warhead on a base that he escaped from to kill him. Never a good thing. No. Um, oh, and also, he can just pull these sort of Vanta Black blades out of a pocket dimension. Oh. Just for fun. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if they're the same metal as Kane's limbs. I think they're described as being black, mm. but I'm not sure. I have the page up, but I can probably just look. <laughs> uh, it doesn't mention what color they are, but maybe. Yeah. It's just a fun thing he can do. You know, like you do. Yeah. And I'm just going to quote one line from the article. Just kind of, I think it's it's a fun line. Um, what posthumous analysis of SCP-0762 exists shows that it has an internal system highly different from our own, documented in Data Expunged. <laughs> I love Data Expunged. 
but it gives you an idea like there's something like it looks humanoid but it's inside it's it's not i like that that's a good look sometimes people don't use data expunge in a good way but this is a good use of it because it makes just makes gives you more dread because you don't know the full information uh what's that quote it's like the human mind is way better at filling in gaps than writing can be so we're whatever we like the human mind fills in the gap with the worst thing possible that if you just wrote what it was it wouldn't be nearly as good yes exactly yeah which is why i think this the the writing on this site is so effective and like the, for the horror ability because they'll do a lot of redacted stuff mm. yeah it's a bit worrying yeah. but yeah but because they're like two two cool dudes with cool tattoos and stuff uh, there's a lot of fan art of canon able <laughs> Yeah, usually people will like. I don't. There's no colors really mentioned, but usually people will do uh, Abel as red and Cain as blue. Interesting. Yeah, but it's interesting because it, normally in sort of these biblical allegory things, Cain's the bad guy because you know he did the, the first murder. You know, generally that's you know <laughs> bad. You know how it be. Yeah, but then in this situation, Cain's like the good guy because he's not the one trying to murder everything. Yeah. But maybe Abel's just mad because he got murdered. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, there's only so much information like on the page, but it's just, people can have fun and make up their own stuff. Yeah, I was th- thinking of Abel as being much more... Uh, Bestial? No, uh, actually, I was thinking of him being much more uh, skeletal, almost. Like, when you described to me him reviving, I didn't imagine him getting his flesh and blood back. I imagined him just being, like, a skeleton with skin strapped tightly to it, flailing around. Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, in the coffin, he's like a, it's just like he's just like a, a a body. He's not like a skeleton. Yeah, I, I assumed he was a little more decomposed. Nope, no, because it's because it's like magic and stuff. Yeah, okay. No, no, he just goes back to the coffin to re, to sort of regenerate. Because when they kill him, he turns into dust. Mm. And it takes him anywhere from what does it say, uh, six hours to twenty five years. Well, you, you'd certainly hope for the longer one. Yeah, you do, but I don't think that doesn't often happen. No. But I that that that's, that time span is very troubling. Mm. Six hours, really. Like imagine, like cause the amount of stuff they have to do to kill him, mm. and it, it might obviously that means that at one point he did, it did take six hours for them to have that range. Yeah, and then that's probably when they had to nuke a base. Maybe that's true. I like this. I like the whole concept of the, of these two together. But like separately, I already like. Uh, I mean, I liked Abel because he's like a big weird unkillable cryptid mm. also he is six foot five which is nice it's a good height personally. to be yeah um i always liked him but then when i sort of discovered sort of this sort of like hidden link between the, these two i'm like oh neat uh hold on just a second mm-hmm. i am going to turn the lights on in the room that's smart did you get spooked I, i'm getting a little skeeved out <laughs> just a second that's all i got i just in general i think the scps are neat I think it's a neat concept. I think there's a lot of neat ones. There's some that aren't so good, but that's fine because you don't have to read those. It's it's just that picture of Marge holding the potato with, I just think they're neat. Yeah. We should do a Simpsons episode. Well, explain how. Um, uh, <laughs> that's what I thought. We will do a Simpsons episode for April Fool's. No. Yes. I don't want to. I, I want to. I don't want to. I want to. What are we going to talk about? Simpsons. Well, listen. If 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 it's your turn when and it comes around and it makes sense to do an April Fool, wait. April Fool's already passed. Yeah. We'll do a Halloween episode about the Simpsons. No. Well, I mean, Simpsons do have a long, uh, prestigious Halloween tradition. 
I, I will do a Simpsons episode, and even if it has to be right. Katie and Grayson watched an episode of The Simpsons, and now they're talking about it. I mean, I wouldn't mind doing that. I just don't see how it's relevant to the podcast. That's, you know what? You're right, but I'm still doing it. Okay. Fine. That's fine. <laughs> you almost made me pour my water up <laughs> Just in case you were wondering. That reminds me, though, there's some SCPs, I can't think of any off the top of my head, but there's some SCPs that are, um, that are, are like, jokes. Yeah, good. Which is fun. Like, they're, they're actual things. Like? It's funny. I can't, re- I just, I can't remember any. Well, fool. There used to be a link, I feel like the links on the sidebar changed. There used to be a link to the joke, the joke SCPs. So. I clicked on the uh, explained SCPs. Yeah. And I, I haven't read it, but I can't remember what it is. But one of the, a lot, I think a lot of the joke ones are, are under this, but not all of them. I don't know. But this one is titled, Have You Been Scrambled? <laughs> you know what? I have no idea. It's symptoms. Well, I'll tell you the symptoms. The, sim- the symptoms of it. Um, experience of dust. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Insight into the secret methods of your immune system. Uh... Hmm. Being underneath. I mean, technically. <laughs> Detect the big satellite beam in your brainwaves. No, no, not that one. Be eating big cheese. Oh, I, I do do that. Maybe I have been scrambled. Yeah, uh, observing the mystery cube. I, nope, I'm, unless you mean the game cube. Then there's a picture of a, it's like, the background is a skull, but over it's been superimposed the brain with like, Nerves coming from it, and then the text says, Oof, ouch, my absolute head. <laughs> what? And then, what? And then un- underneath is, Don't worry about it, it's fine. Oh, okay. That's now, concerning. Oh, the, oh, so the SCP is the images itself, <laughs> it's the collective designation for a group of 22 printed images. <laughs> These images are pretty found printed and stapled onto telephone poles around Illinois, USA. Oh, no, okay. They take form of a warning poster. Um, informing the viewer of a non-existent element defines as being scrambled. <laughs> the stylization of these posters is significant, similar to numerous internet memes. Yeah. <laughs> Instances will always end with the, the sentence, don't worry about it, it's fine. <laughs> well, why? Why? Okay. Um... Nine instances were discovered and were given to Site-19 Cognito Hazardous Research Facility. After extensive testing, it was determined that SCP-1401-EX possessed no anomalous properties. So it's not magic. It's just a bunch of pieces of paper. Yeah, just a bunch of memes that were posted around Illinois. Oh. I don't know, Grayson. Do you think you've been scrambled? I might have been scrambled. I kind of feel like I've been scrambled by reading this. Yeah, I think I just got scrambled. Yeah. Wow. There's also, um, I think there was an SCP that made you not finish things, and the other article's not finished. I, is it Rough Draft Edit for Brevity Due by Thursday? Oh, that might be it. This is, what I'm, this is what I'm talking about. Like, some of this stuff is really scary and creepy. Like, the thing that will take you if you talk about it. Or, I mean, I think Gable's kind of creepy. Hmm. But some of them are very silly <laughs> and funny. <laughs> like, have you been scrambled? Yeah, like, have you been scrambled? Which we still have not determined whether or not I've been scrambled, but there's a good chance that I've been scrambled. I'm, I'm not saying that I have been scrambled. I'm just saying all signs point to maybe. Yeah. So, ratings. Now, what do you want to rate? <laughs> well, I'm going to rate my favorite, which is SCP-2014. 
Um, oh, okay. Not not the not Jeffrey. No, I mean as much as Jeffrey is good, I really like leopard geckos. Could you rate one of the ones we actually talked about in detail instead of ones we mentioned just very briefly? Fine, then I will talk about Jeffrey. Or 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 rate the concept of SCPs in general and then Jeffrey. Okay. So and and I'm gonna rate. Um, I like I I. I think I'm gonna rate Cain and Abel because I like Jeffrey a lot, but I also really like them. So I like the concept of them, and I feel like there's more for me to think about with them. Mm. And then Jeffrey can be your favorite. Yeah, I mean, 2014 is still my favorite, but I'm, uh, I'll talk about yeah. Jeffrey. Yeah, um, we can just say he's good, and that's his rating is good. Yeah, good out of six. Yeah, good out of six for all all things. Um, so monstrousness. So in general, it's I think we can't really give them a general rating because this. So many levels of monsters. I, I, I would give it a high out of six. Yeah, I'd say give them like a one to six out of six. Yeah. Because there's definitely, I think, some in there that definitely warrant a six. Mm. 2721 could probably be a six. Or 2521. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very, it's very, very upsetting. Mm. I mean, it's, it's sort of humanoid, but in a very vague sense. Mm. And it just sort of appearing and disappearing and yeah. being hard to grasp. M- yeah. Meanwhile, have you been scrambled as a one? Yeah, well, it's not a monster. It's barely a thing. Yeah. It's just pieces of paper with memes on them. Yeah. But what do you want to give um, Jeffrey's SCP-682 for monstrous? Due to its murderous blood rage, uh, reptilian d- d- visuals, and being unkillable, I'm going to give him a five. That's, I think that's fair. He's, he's pretty up there. Especially like the, the popular image of him where he's sort of partially melted. Hmm. He's very striking. What are you going to give Cain and or Abel? Well, for the most part, they are just dudes. I mean, Cain has his, his robot limbs and Abel's tall and full of murder. But they're mostly dudes, so I'm going to give them like a... You know, I'm going to give Cain a 1.5 and I'm going to give Abel a 2. Because mm. he's very monstrous in his behavior. Mm-hmm. But they're still pretty low. They're they're, they're mostly just really um, anomalous dudes. Oh, excuse me. Yeah. Yeah. Anomalous is a good word. Yeah, they use it a lot on SP. Hmm. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, what's next? Companionship. Yeah. Z- zero. Zero out of well, six. Well, no, no. So, some of them you can hang out with. Okay. But, like... We're, mo- we're doing general, gen- general first. Uh, general is a zero to three. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because you'd have to work for the SB Foundation to, to hang out with any of them. And that's uh, really not worth it. I gotta go ahead and say. No. I mean, some of them seem cool. There's some other ones that are cool and we nice to talk to and they know a lot of stuff and they're interesting. But then you're stuck there in the SCP place and you're probably going to get killed by a monster at some point. Yeah. Sooner than you'd like. Yeah. Any a time is sooner than I would like, so. Well, you're going to die eventually, Grace. Just trust me, you know. Oh, I guess you won't necessarily be killed by a monster. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, zero to three makes sense. Um, um, then Jeff- Jeffrey gets a zero. Jeffrey gets like a negative five. Uh, I'm going to give Jeffrey a no out of six. <laughs> yeah, no, a no out of six. Mm. Yeah. That makes sense. I thought so. Yeah. Um, then Kane and Abel definitely get different ratings. I give Kane, I give him, I'd say he he deserves a three. He deserves the high, mm. the high point of the scale. I agree. Because he knows a lot of, he does a lot of cool stuff. Seems, and he seems pleasant. Seems like a chill hang. Yeah, as long as you don't ask about the weird symbol that's on his forehead. I mean, he doesn't get, like, belligerent or anything, but he just gets, up like, distressed. Mm. But as long as you know that, you don't have to, don't have to ask about it, so it's fine. Mm. 
Abel also gets a no out of six. Yeah, I think that's generally the correct yeah, answer. I feel like he and he and Jeffrey have a lot of similar vibes to them. I think they would probably be friends, except probably not. I no. mean, I don't know if Abel talks. I don't think they've ever recorded him talking. I don't know if he can talk. In theory, he should be able to, but I, I maybe he chooses not to. I think that's even scarier, honestly. I mean, at least, like, they can't, like, he's either in his rage state or he's in the coffin technically dead, so I don't think they can really communicate. Like, when, they, when they've when they contained Jeffrey, they can have some interviews with him. So it's a short conversation out of him than it is out of Abel. All right. Uh, handsomeness. Handsomeness. All right, so... I'm... I don't know why I told you to rate him in general, because it's always a yeah, huge it's, it's gonna, Yeah, it's going to be a zero to four. Or maybe a one to four. Yeah. I don't know. So, I'm a, so I would say anything that's not at all like organic is a zero, because you can't really find it handsome. Yeah. Well, we've we've already... Well, we've already said that handsomeness doesn't necessarily mean handsomeness. It's that's true. Uh, aesthetic appeal. Yeah, so I yeah. don't know. Just, just It's a scale. I don't care. Let's move on to Jeffrey. Uh, Jeffrey, here's the thing. I really like crocodiles, mm-hmm. and I also really like things that are in some way eldritch. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to give him a four. I definitely not a rating I would give him, but you're, you're in charge of Jeffrey's rating, so that's fine. He gets a four. Jeffrey! Jeffrey. Hello, Jeffrey. Um, and then Cain and Abel. I mean, they're just dudes. They sound like they would be fairly attractive looking. I like the metal arms and also the six foot tall berserker man. Mm. I give them, I give them, but I don't know. I, it's hard to say because there's no pictures of them. But it didn't say that they weren't appealing to look at. So I'm going to give, I'm going to give Cain, I'm going to give him a, a, a 3.5 and I'm going to give Abel a four because I'm, I'm, I like, I like the vibe he's given off. Mm. Yeah. Definitely would not want to hang out with him, but I think he would look cool. You would like to have a picture. Yeah, I would. All right. So yeah. that that was that. Yeah. So so Grayson, since you knew very little going in, what's have you as your opinion of SCPs changed at all? Well, I have several tabs open on Google that yeah. I'm going to read when we're done recording. That's yeah. So I would say yes. It's a fun thing to explore every now and then. Yeah, I, I just linked this to Grayson. I might as well just also say it if all the people listening can go look at another classic one that I thought was really fun to read is SCP-914. It's a, like a machine, so I didn't talk about it on the podcast, <laughs> but it's interesting. It's a machine that has settings on it that's like goes from like rough to fine to very fine, and don't don't ever set it to very fine. Yeah, it's it's cool. They just did, they just it's just a list of like a bunch of tests they did on it to see what the different settings do when they put stuff into it. There's some data expunged. Mm. Yeah. Put in a, a white mouse and setting is one to one. Get out a brown mouse. Put in a chimp and setting is fine. And I put his data expunged, which you have to think might have been a person. Mm. And that's concerning. Concerning. To expunge the data. It's just SCP Foundation. It's a fun website with fun. Uh, yeah. uh, it's fun writing. It's a it's a writing project, yeah. which I think is and it should be encouraged. Yeah. And I think that the game is dumb. The idea of the game is missing the point of the overall concept, which is making a horror game. I'm like, the, I don't see it. <laughs> Why are you laughing every time I say that? Because it makes me think of that meme of the, I do not see it. Oh, that's what I'm referencing. Yeah, and it's funny every time. I, I, got, I got a bone to pick real quick. And yeah. uh, zombies, uh? zombies are lame as hell. Zombies are lame as hell. The only way I like a zombie is through necromancy. 
That's an okay zombie. Because that's a zombie yeah. that's like a minion. Not like, like a, a lich. Liches are neat. I like yeah, a lich. But I'm like, oh, uh, this necromancer reanimated a bunch of zombies. That's fine to me. But just like, oh no, zombies, and they turn things into zombies when they do a biting. Oh no. I hate that. That's stupid and dumb. The zombies are just like the grotier cousin of vampires because they, they, the mechanics are the same. Mm. At least vampires. At least vampires have have the decency to be sexy. I, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it. Skeletons are the just the superior zombie. Oh yeah, I'd much rather have a skeleton than monster than a zombie. Because mm. skeletons, I mean, they're kind of jaunty. Yeah, they're fun. They're, yeah, they they have a charisma bonus that that zombies just don't have. Yeah, plus they have memes. There's no zombie memes. No. Well, Where's yeah. the zombies version of Mr. Skeletal? Does a, has a zombie ever duded? I think not. No. Doot doot. Yes. Also, also, skeleton puns, excellent. I don't, I don't even think there is a zombie pun. No, what would it be? I don't know. Nothing. But, yeah, you know, there's no bones about skeleton puns. Yeah. I find them quite humorous. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> anyway, we should end this podcast. Yeah. Um, Grayson, <laughs> where, where can people find us? Um, people can find us at twitter.com at obmonstercast or they can yeah. email us at ourbeautifulmonster at gmail.com I said at way too many times it's fine don't worry about it there's uh, a lot of ats you have to go to add you gotta have to add go no I can't make a sentence out of that never mind quick make a skeleton pun uh uh clavicle you put me on the spot I just think of a bone <laughs> And I don't want to definitely doesn't have any puns you can make about it. <laughs> what should people do once they're done listening to this podcast? I'm still trying to think of a skeleton pun. You don't have to think of a skeleton pun. The moment is past. Uh, okay. Um, uh, people should... They, sh- they should uh, go um, subscribe to our podcast and rate it and review it and tell people about it. Tell yeah. people how, how great professional our podcast is. <laughs> <laughs> I snorted it. <laughs> Why are you so weak? Uh, it's my bones. They're terrible. Uh, oof, ouch, your bones. That's another uh, good bones. skeleton meme. Yeah. Bone-hurting juice. <laughs> Bone-hurting juice is one of my favorites. I know it is. Hold on. Grayson, what are we doing next time? Next time, we're going to talk about the greatest monster of all. Oh. Man? Uh, spiders. Oh, okay. <laughs> You know what? You know what? We're going to cut all that.